Okay. All right, you first. Okay, are we going to go one, two, three between Chipotle and Qdoba? Yes. Okay. One, two, three. Chipotle. Chipotle. Duh. What is wrong with people who like Qdoba? I will never fucking understand. A person who likes Qdoba is not a friend of mine. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Big Girls Gone Wild. We're your hosts, Kat and Anne. We're creatives, curvy girls, and your big sisters on the internet. On Big Girls Gone Wild, we talk about life, love, and living confidently. We hope you love this episode, so let's get wild. All right, welcome back to another episode of Big Girls Gone Wild. Hello. I don't know if we're wild, wild, wild. Are we wild? Are we feeling wild today? I don't know if we're wild, but we are big and we are girls. So, you know, we're here. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about a whole random assortment of good stuff. Like what we're reading, what we're watching. Uh, and then I think we're going to talk a little bit about food. I'm kind of hungry right now. She, so. <laughs> she's feeling hungry. I'm a little bit hungry. You know what's so funny is I never talk in an accent on the podcast. I always talk in like my normal voice. But you do it on your Instagram. Oh, my God. Well, and in real life, like I literally – if you were to be a fly on the wall and listen to the conversations I have with my family <laughs> – you think it's like 20 people because we all talk in accents. Oh, that's wild. Okay. Oh, my God. Yes. So it's not just you. It's no, it's not me. Fam. It's me, my mom, and my brother. The only person who doesn't talk in accents and thinks we're fucking crazy is my dad. Well, all right. Yeah. Shout out to dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, I love it. Miles and I will talk in British accents to each other all the time. And then my mom <laughs> has this. What does she whip out? Like, it's just this kind of like that Southern. Okay. And sometimes like Southern lady. when I'm talking to my spiritual guides, which is mainly my like dead relatives, uh-huh. I'll talk to them in accents. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I'm just a weirdo. Communing- communicating across realms yeah. in accents. Like yesterday I made, my grandma used to always make hamburger soup and I love hamburger soup so much. What the fuck is hamburger soup? Oh my God. It's so good. It's ground beef. Cabbage, potatoes, and tomato broth. That is so Midwestern. It's so good. That's it actually does sound good. It's delicious. But I was like, I don't even like when I try to do this accent, like on command, I can never do it. You just need it to flow naturally. It needs to flow naturally. But I was talking to my grandma. I said, Grandma, I'm making your soup. But like that's not how it sounded. Okay. So but anyways, yes. So I've we're gonna, we're gonna talk food. Plethora of a- plethora of different accents that I, I use. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think you're reading something new. I want to hear about it because you brought over a stack of books today and I'm feeling inspired. Yeah. So what's good? I am back on my Colleen Hoover kick and I started her It Starts With Us. Wait, It Starts With Us or It Ends With Us? Well, It Ends With Us is the first book. Oh, okay. It Starts With Us is the second book. Got it. Okay. That doesn't make sense to me, but... I hear you. Well, it'll make sense to you once you finally read the books. Okay. And it's so good. I just, I love books where you feel like you're watching a TV show. Yeah. And they're just like very lighthearted. They're not hard reads by any means. Like this is not high literature by any means, but she is just such a good storyteller. Yeah. And I like how she wrote this book in particular because it's very different than the first book. This is back and forth between two characters. And so each chapter is from the other character's perspective. And it's just so good. Because it's a it's a it's a revisit to an old love, essentially. Mm, Interesting. And whether or not this relationship is gonna work. And also you learn a lot about 
from the first book, you really hear the main character's perspective of this relationship that she had with this person. And in the second book, you see their perspective of what that experience was like for them, Mm. along with this current story that's going on between the two of them. Mm. It's just so good. I'm happy. I just want to go home and read the rest of it. I want to read the first one. You, I picked it up. It's going to be a quick read for you. Oh, I, know I know it. I don't I know. think it's going to be very long. I just, I haven't had much time to read, um, but I did join a book club. So shout out to my book club members. What? Yeah. You didn't tell me about this. Well, where's my The invite? news is here. I, I mean, so I'm going to advertise the book to you right now and you can tell me if this is the type of book that you are excited to read. Um, I picked the book for next month, so it's going to be Everyone Knows Your Mother is a Witch by Rivka Galchin. Uh, Rivka Galchin, I have read her short stories in The New Yorker previously. Um, The New Yorker picked her as like one of the 20 under 40 American fiction writers uh, a few years ago. Um, So that's where I know her from. And then obviously the title was super intriguing. Mm -hmm. And... It does look like it's going to be in really interesting and serious. I think that she did a fair amount of research into the time period. And the time period is the early 1600s. Okay. So this is set in Germany during the Thirty Years' War. And it's about, you know, sort of witchcraft rumors and accusations true to the historical experience. Right. It's fiction. But I think she did a fair amount of research um, to make it, you know, like – a real period piece where you're learning something about what that was like at the time. Mm. So I'm very excited to read this. I think it's going to be really good. Um, the book from last month was Black Top Wasteland by, I hope I get the initials right. I think it's S.A. Crosby, uh, which was sort of like a Southern Gothic crime thriller novel. Um, I had not read anything by that person before, and uh, it was good. It was very fast-paced um, and, and interesting. So, yeah, that's my that's what I have coming up for reading. But I also have, like, 700 books currently in progress that I actually just need to finish. Um, one being House Witch, which is a very cozy fantasy about a magical cook. Hmm. And I also have been reading Jade City by Fonda Lee. So that one is a fantasy series that's uh, pretty inspired by like 1980s, 1990s Hong Kong gangster films, Hmm. Uh, which is interesting because I did live in Hong Kong for a little bit. So I like reading things that are inspired by the area at the same time. I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about the, the series, but it is fun. And I've been listening to that one on audio. Noish. Yeah. Yeah, this looks like something I would want to read. Yeah, I I'm, think so, I'm too. Interested. Well, there you go. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've been reading that. And then my next book that I'm going to read is um, Night Train to Lisbon. Okay. Which is a book that I've had for, I've been holding on to for over 10 years. My host mother gave it to me when I was living in Portugal. Okay. And it was the gift that she gave me when I left. And she said, when you miss Portugal and you're thinking about mm-hmm. it, you should read this. Oh, nice. And I have yet to read it. <laughs> okay. So that's after I finish my book that I'm currently reading, It Starts With Us, I'm going to move on to that. I really want to read more this month. I think that's going to be a big thing for me while I'm traveling is trying to get some reading time in because... It's been sparse, honestly. Mm -hmm. I've been um, focusing on work stuff, and that means at the end of the day, I'm, like, crapped out, and I just game. I've been playing 
Zelda Tears of the Kingdom to relax at night. I feel like I want you to play this game with me once because I've never played this game. So it's not a multiplayer game is the problem. Oh. I could teach you how to play it and you could play it and I can watch you play it, but we can't actually play it together. Pass. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> but gaming in general has been a, a theme as well because I started playing a D&D game, a Dungeons and Dragons game with a new group of people, which is really fun. I have not played any role-playing games since about seventh grade. It has been a hot minute. And to be honest, in seventh grade, nobody knew what they were doing, and it really fell apart quickly. <laughs> was Dungeons & Dragons you were playing in seventh I don't, grade? I don't think it was. It was another role-playing game, but they are similar in the way that they are typically played. So it, it was an experience. But anyways, like I said, like we really didn't know what we were doing, so um, it kind of went downhill. However, this group, I think, is going to be great. So that's just a, a fun, ongoing thing. It's great for me in particular since I want to be writing more. It's a storytelling time period, right? Like, that is what you're doing. You're co-creating a storyline. Um, and some of these go on for, like, years. You p play them for some time. So, you know, that'll be fun for me because it'll help me kind of have time out of my day where I'm storytelling and that'll be fun. I feel like you're making friends. I know. I know. I am not. That's okay. There's seasons. You're, you're busy. You're in a book club. You got a and d party going on. You went to a party last night. I know. Who the hell are you? Um, Pre-pandemic me is the fucking answer. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's been good. But I also really want to have a monthly game day here. Mm-hmm. I do like I'm gonna start doing that. I do like your game days here. They're fun. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna I think we're gonna make it a brunch mm -hmm. because I like brunch foods and I feel like it's easier to get people because you know, late nights, people at our age, A, they're not having it. B, a lot of them have kids and stuff, and so that's hard. That's hard to do. But uh, I feel like a brunch, you can really snag all the atheists on a Sunday morning. And that works out well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that kind of reminds me of the song that I'm currently obsessed with, which is Miley Cyrus's um, When We Were Young. It's so good. And it's all about um, how she used to be wild, how she used to be crazy. Mm. But that's because she used to be young. That's pretty much like the, the lyrics. All right. And everybody on TikTok has been... <laughs> You know, going nuts with going it. nuts with it, and sharing all of these crazy ass stories of shit that they used to do when they were young, and how now they're so different. And I was like, "Holy shit, yeah, I used to be fucking wild." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I I missed this because I deleted TikTok off my phone. Yeah, I got a new phone, and when I transferred it over, I was like, you know what? This is a a real pit of time for me yeah and i want to take a break but i do miss it kind of i miss like five percent of it is the thing yeah but you can get that from tick uh, from instagram i mean instagram reels are basically tiktok i think i need to recurate my instagram in, th in that case because i do feel like i was getting more creators that i liked on tiktok than instagram oh okay yeah, yeah. But um, I, I thought it was really interesting. So I posted a video of myself on TikTok that was sharing some of the stories of what I used to, what I used to do. Because like people will, they'll put like the, um, my response to my parents when they bring up X, and mine was like my my response to my friends when they bring up X. So this is. Used to be crazy, messed up, God, was it fun? I know it used to. 
Anyway, so that's the song. And so me, when my friends bring up the times I uh, ran naked down the streets with my besties, which I've already talked about that many times, uh, smoked weed in the back of strangers' cars with friends. <laughs> when it was illegal, right? Like, that's not... <laughs> that's a key difference, because now it's just like... Okay. Now it's like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, got drunk and punched my besties' ex in the face. That's oh, you did? Oh, girl, I was physical. Okay, wow. I used to throw some hands. I get it from my did mama. He, did he deserve it? <laughs> is the question. He definitely deserved it, but okay. <laughs> regrets mixed with justification. Regrets mixed with justification, and the regrets are he was a twin, and I punched oh. his twin. Oh, no. <laughs> not him. <laughs> That's so not good. I got the wrong person. But oh, they are boy. identical. Like, they're they're so hard to tell apart. That's really rough. And whilst twin. drunk, even harder. Mm. Yeah. Um, Poor twin. <laughs> um, that time... <laughs> I can't believe I shared this online. Uh, that time I tried to walk, not run, away from the cops. Okay, that's a strategy. I mean, I were you very high at the time? Yes. Okay. So that makes <laughs> sense, though, because I feel like the thought process when you're high is like, I'm just going to walk slowly and that's gonna make it look like i'm not suspicious okay so this was in college (laughs) (laughs) and we were in a car yeah which was stupid smoking weed in this car and uh we got out and we got out to campus security like basically swarming the car and there was a huge crowd that was walking by to a party and so i was just like i'm just gonna slowly back away (laughs) and walk with this crowd but mind you i went to a school that was like 95 percent white you were like i am the sea of brown marshmallow fluff in a sea of white like i'm the one speck and like i'm obviously i'm not gonna blend into this crowd of people that are walking by and so So it didn't work is what you're telling me it did not work well that's a bummer uh party too hard and missed my flights that's happened many times I've never done that. Oh God, I have. I'm a. I'm really an on time flight lady. Mm-mm. I can't. I be wasn't stopped. for a long time. I even. I got my bestie on a flight to Vietnam uh, when she was very ill. I don't know how we achieved that, to be honest. But was we did she manage. like hungover or was she just like sick? I think she was actually sick. I can't totally remember. I'll have to ask her what what happened with us. Hmm. Um. But yeah, that was quite the experience. And then I. I charged my phone at the gate and left my phone. So I arrived in Vietnam phoneless. (laughs) That wasn't great. No. Uh, And then the last one I wrote was passed out because I did too many drugs. And I woke up on a beach in Lagos. (laughs) Oh, wow. That sounds... (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. I did a lot of drugs that night and I don't remember what I did. Okay. And, uh, yeah... In Lagos. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know you'd been to Lagos. I have. Wow. Stayed at a hostel called The Rising Cock. Wow. That's an <laughs> evocative name. Yeah. And this is just, these are the PG ones. This isn't even stuff that's really bad. I, I really, I, yeah. Like when I think about me, even though it's, I would say it's probably five years ago that I stopped being like really crazy. Mm uh yeah it's it's interesting i um yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you i don't think this was your experience it was but i'm not sharing <laughs> <laughs> i'm just uh i'm keeping that under wraps yeah we'll t- we'll talk when the mic's off 
And yeah, you know, we, uh, I think most people are like that though. It's yeah. like, you just, you have different sense of, uh, of, uh, what's fun, what's possible when you're wild and young and yeah, priorities change. I, I focus a lot more on like health and wellness now than I did at that age. And I think that's a good thing for me. I feel like I like to sleep more than I like to go out. So Sleeping is good. That's a big change. Uh-huh. Like, I I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that I sleep a ton, but I do sleep like really well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's interesting. I also don't have the same kind of friend group that I used to have. Like, I don't really, right. like the people that I interact with are people like you who are older than me and yeah, married. So it's like a very different vibe, you know? Yeah. I think I stopped drinking really. Like I'll, I'll drink every once in a while now, but I really don't drink. I haven't drunk to excess in many years, I think at this point. I don't really like drinking, to be honest. I never have. Yeah. I've always had like averse reactions to alcohol and that didn't stop me from drinking, but I was definitely like a boot and rally kind of girl for mm. a long time. Yeah, uh, And that's just not interesting to me anymore. And I also, I don't react well to drugs. Like, I think if I liked them more, maybe I would do them. But to be honest, I don't really. Yeah. There's nothing that I enjoy that, like, makes me feel happy the next day. <laughs> I hear that. So. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. But anyways, I've been obsessed with this song. I've been listening to it on repeat. I just, I love Miley Cyrus. I do, too. I'm going to have to listen to this. I haven't heard it yet, so. Yeah. Yeah. Selena Gomez also came out with a new song. Uh, I'll be single soon or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Single soon. Single soon. It's okay. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'll have to give it, I think she's hot. I'll give it a listen. Yeah, she is hot, but, eh. You know. Not my fave. Okay. She's supposed to be coming out with a new album soon, so I'm just kind of excited to hear that. I just want her Only Murders wardrobe. Uh, I want all of those uh, warm-toned cardigans. Yeah. For fall. Truth. I'm into it. I did catch up on the latest episode last night, so okay. now... Tell me your thoughts. Uh, great. Jesse Williams is going to be a great love interest for our Selena. Um, yeah. No, I was glad he was in it. No, I thought I think it's good. I think they're kind of like... They're doing a very typical murder mystery thing where they're going through the suspects and they're doing the most obvious red herrings first, and they're kind of like going to like narrow it down. I have some theories about Meryl, Meryl Streep, but they're like spoiler theories so we can spoil okay so spoiler alert if you don't want to hear this theory skip ahead i don't know i kind of think she was uh paul rudd's mom oh and i think that's why she had all the photos of him okay that makes sense like and like they were like estranged and so i think that's why she was keeping tabs but then josh pointed out that if she were actually his mom and that's why she was doing that that she would probably be a lot more sad that he was dead, which is also a good point. So maybe that's not true. But I think I think maybe that she's she- going to be another red herring and that there's some explanation. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe she gave him up for adoption. That's what I was thinking. And then she was like, you know. She tried to want- reach out. Or- right. She wanted to reach out and she wanted to, like, have a connection with him. And he was like, fuck off. Right. Yeah. That was my thought. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I think what I like this season is it feels a little different is that – it feels like every single person that the main characters are dating are all the biggest murder um, suspects. Right. Yes. Which that's the first that that's that this has happened. Right. And I kind of like, yeah, I like that there's like a romantic storyline for each of the main characters. Too. Yeah. Because this is the first fun. time they've done that. Let's get into the meat of this 
episode, let's talk about food. Yep, because you're hungry. I'm not really hungry, but I would love to put something delicious in my mouth anyways. <laughs> Story of my life. Um, specifically, though, we want to talk about fast food. Okay, which category of fast food are we starting with? I don't know. I mean, are we what fast, are you- casual? Are we talking McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's? What are we talking here? Well, what do you see as the categories? I mean, I feel like you have burgers, right? Okay. You've got nugs. I don't really eat nugs, but see, continue. See, I'm a nugs girl. What? You don't eat any chicken nuggets? Like, chicken mm. nuggets are, like, the main thing I ever eat. I had chicken nuggets for dinner last night. Okay, I eat chicken that I cook at home, <laughs> but I really worry about the content of what they call a chicken nugget how do you worry about the content of a chicken nugget more than the content of what they put in burgers it's just a feeling like there's a mouthfeel to the processed chicken nug that makes me feel suspicious okay all right but you like them i like them okay what do you dip them in all kinds of things depends on the place and okay well tell us who has the best chicken nuggets mcdonald's hands down really my favorite only if they're fresh. See, I would pick a Wendy's a Wendy's nug. Uh, Wendy's does have good chicken nuggets, but Wendy's is not a place that I typically go to ever. Okay, Wendy's was like the the number one fast food provider for my family when we were kids. We really didn't eat much fast food at all. Um, but my mom would like every once in a while let us save up our coins and drop into a Wendy's for like the dollar menu. Mm. And so I really have, like, a strong emotional, like, a nostalgic attachment to a Wendy's burger and fries with a Frosty, hmm. a junior Frosty, a small I, little Frosty milkshake. I think I've only had a Wendy's burger once. You know what else I – okay, I'm I'm going off here, but the other thing I really liked when I was a kid was Arby's. Mm. The roast beef sandwich. I can get on board And the with curly the- fries. With the Jamocha shake, specifically. I don't think I've ever had the Jamocha shake. It's good. Hmm. It's sort of like a frappuccino. But that roast beef sandwich with the cheese. Right? And that special sauce. Yeah. Oh, I Arby's do sauce. love Arby's. Horsey sauce. Isn't it called horsey sauce or something? I, I, Am I making this up? I, I have don't no know. idea. I'm not sure. I haven't had it in so long, though. Mm, that I feel good. like I did have one on the way to Santa Fe because... I was driving and there was nothing else to eat. And then I tried it. You know what else? Okay. I'm really, I'm, I guess I have a lot more to say about this than I realized. The other thing that I can like consistently have eaten on long drives south from Colorado Springs has been Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell. So I really hated Taco Bell because in high school, my friend Leah, shout out Leah, um, she got, like, hepatitis A from eating a Taco Bell. What? Yeah. Look, we all know this shit is not clean. Okay? It's not. It's not clean. This The sanitation conditions are inconsistent at best. And that beef comes in, like, a vat. Right? It's nasty. Okay, you have ruined Taco Bell for me already. I'm sorry. Jesus. But here's the thing. I have come around to it because I realized you can order vegetarian stuff at Taco Bell. Yeah, it's one of the most vegetarian and gluten-free menu friendly menus on the fast food market and now i kind of like it because i ordered the bean stuff Ugh. no what do you what do you get okay tell me what you get when you go to a taco bell i always ask no beans Ugh. 
Ugh. I mean, I know that we have some <laughs> we, we have some digestion issues on that front, but like flavor wise, you don't like it. It's fine. Okay, well, what what's your order? You ruined Taco Bell for me. What's your order? I want to hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> I love their chalupas. Okay, they make a good chalupa. I can admit so it. So yummy. And then I always get their like uh, nachos bel grande. No, I've beans. never had that. Love them. Okay, but they just came out with a new like a quesadilla taco. Really? That looks really good. Oh. And everybody who I've seen eat it on TikTok, ah, uh, it looks so fire. Oh, I might really have to good. try it. That sounds nice. Yeah. Um, they also have to... the little, what is it? Churros? It's, um, no, not the churros. The little tiny donut holes that are like, they're like churro donut holes. Oh, I've never had those. I think they're from, um, what's the, the cinnamon roll company? I don't know. Cinnabon? Yeah, Cinnabon. They're like little oh. Cinnabon donut holes. Okay. Those are quite good. I have lots of good memories about Taco Bell, and I don't know anybody that ever got hepatitis A from it. Okay. Okay. Here's a real question for you as a Midwesterner. So I was just listening to a a food podcast. Shout out to Good Food. I think it's called Good Food. I'll link it in the show notes. I think it's uh, taped in LA. Okay. And they do like a big taco contest every year. Anyways, a tangential conversation that I was listening to on that pod was about the trademark of Taco Tuesday and how it has finally come to an end. And I'm curious, do you know who used to have the trademark to the term Taco Tuesday? Because I do, and it's very interesting. I feel like I do, but enlighten me. Taco John's. Oh, okay. It was Taco John's. So really. this is what I want to talk about because you they are- They don't even have a Taco Tuesday on their menu. Then they did Taco Tuesday the whole time I was growing up. Really? At Taco John's. It was like a whole thing. Me and my friends used to go out. Like, I love Taco was, John's. It was a consistent. Okay, me too. I'm I have a real here passion. For a potato ole. Right? Ole me up. Okay, so the guy on the pod was like, he was like, look, Taco John's major contribution to like Tex Mex food is the fact that they integrated the tater tot into the menu. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yes, absolutely. Like, this was a beautiful development. You can't go wrong with those fucking tater tots. Um, We actually only had Taco John's in my town until I was in high school, at which point the competing Taco Bell opened Mm. and then immediately gave my friend hepatitis. So, you know, I really stuck to my Taco John's. (laughs) Okay, so here's my thing. I prefer Taco John's burritos versus... Taco Bell's burritos. I prefer Taco Bell's tacos and chalupas and like all the other stuff. Mm. So I'm definitely and and have you ever had the Taco John's burrito with the potato olays inside of it? I don't know if I have. Oh my god, it's so good. I don't think I've eaten it at Taco John's since high school because they don't have them here. I don't think. Do they? I have no clue. I haven't so, looked. One thing that I found out from listening to this podcast was that they're based out of Wyoming. Really? Which is really weird. I would have never guessed. But yeah, they had the trademark on Taco Tuesday, and I guess Taco Bell sued them. And they were like, no, Taco Tuesday has become such a ubiquitous part of the English language that it's not trademarkable anymore. Mm. And the court, uh, I think, was citing with Taco Bell in general. Mm. And uh, yeah, so the the trademark has expired, and now anyone can advertise for a Taco Tuesday. Interesting. Yep, that's my little piece of trivia. I did not know that. Huh. I know. Yeah. I, like I said, I have very fond memories of Taco Bell. Going after school with my grandma, she would pick me up and we would go get tacos and then we would sit by the river and look at the ducks and sometimes feed the ducks and eat our tacos. 
It was like the best memory ever. And it was also my favorite go-to for any time I was drunk. Right. It was Taco Bell always. So I feel like I feel like so much of fast food is driven by nostalgia, mm. right? It's like those food memories that you have. And I think sometimes even you go back to it and you're like, does this actually taste good or do I just like this item? I still like Taco Bell. Okay. I actively go to Taco Bell now as really? an adult. I live very close to one. You do. And I love Taco Bell. Okay. Let's switch to the topic of burgers because I think the fast food burger is um, an art a science, and a passion mm. for some. Mm. I think we should say it on three. One, two, three, McDonald's. What is, wait, what, <laughs> what are we, I'm like, what are we saying? Like, no, what our is favorite, the best our burger? favorite one. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's, what's our right. number one? Well, let's do it again. Okay. One, two, three. Burger King. McDonald's. Burger King, hands down, makes I don't the like best the, fast food I burger. I don't like the Burger King ones. What? Tell me about them. I'm fucking here for the Whopper. Ugh. Okay, tell Whopper me, with tell cheese. Me about it. Whopper Junior with cheese. Ugh, Why the Whopper? So it's amazing. The bun, the burger, all of the toppings, the fresh piece of tomato, the onion. It's just like way superior. Mm. I'm not a big burger person at McDonald's. So one of the things I will say, McDonald's burgers are not burgers. They're in a separate category really from the burger. And so I shouldn't have said it because they aren't really good Burger is qua burger. They're just something else entirely that I'm really attached to. Mm. And part of the reason for this is that the number one fast food chain in China is McDonald's. So whenever I really wanted just like a Western meal, I would go get like a cheeseburger set. Okay. Um, and so I think I have like positive attachments to that because of it. Okay. Well, I I love McDonald's, but not for burgers. Anytime I ever went to McDonald's, it was only for chicken nuggets. Because they're fries. Chicken, well, I would always get a chicken nugget meal with fries. Right. And their the fries, fries are, are definitely the best of any fast yeah, food they're, place. Yeah, they're so salty and delicious. I love their fries. What do you feel about, like, um, what's the animal now. burger? The animal fries? What's that one? Is it um, In-N-Out? In-N-Out. And there's one other one. Shake Shack? Sh- no, not Shake Shack. Shake Shack is, like, in a different category. Like, I put Shake Shack in the same category as... Um, the other fast casual burger place. What am I thinking of? I don't know. Five Guys. Shake Shack, oh, right. Five Guys, and there's one other one that I put, like, in the same category. It's, like, a different level of, like, a different echelon of burger. Just a more expensive it's burger. It's more expensive. It's a little bit more quality. They have more unique Whataburger? topping options. I know. I fucking hate Whataburger. Okay, me too. I don't Ugh. like it at all. I think it's my disgusting. Yeah, I, I tried it when we were in New Mexico, and I was like, this is not for me. I lived in Texas, and uh, the fascination and draw to Whataburger, I will never understand. And that's how I feel about In-N-Out as well. I see. I disagree. I like the In-N-Out burger. I do like the In-N-Out burger. Underwhelming. I don't really like the Shake Shack burgers that much. Really? I used to, and I just I feel they're a little greasy for me personally. Mm. I've come around to the Five Guys burger. I love Five Guys. My husband's passion for Five Guys is uh, beyond. Like, he really loves Five Guys <laughs> a lot. So I have had to adjust. I don't like their fries. I don't think I'm ever going to like their fries. I don't think they're that good. I would much rather have a McDonald's fry with a Five Guys burger. Have you had their Five Guys bur- or the Five Guys fries with, like, the Cajun seasoning on them? Yeah, I don't, I don't want it. Oh, okay. I want I want a right. McDonald's fry. I actually really do like Five Guys fries. I think they're pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, I can't remember the name of this other place. And I literally just got a burger there from like a week ago. And I really like it. Here in the Springs? Mm -hmm. 
but they're like in the same category as um, Five Guys. Okay, maybe, um, maybe it'll come to you. Maybe I don't know. It's been interesting in the springs because I feel like some of the chains from out of state have started opening here just in the past one to two years, and it's causing like insane lines. Like people were lined up for In and Out for literal hours. And in fairness, they did open like during the pandemic. And so I think people had nothing better to do. But I really am. I don't like it enough to actually wait. You know what long. I don't like enough? What? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A can suck it. I don't like their politics and I don't like their food. Oh, you know what? That's a lie. I like those waffle fries. The waffle fries, the waffle are, fries good. are good. And I like the Chick-fil-A sauce. But the chicken, the bur- the chick sandwich, I-, I could it could live without any of it. No. You know who does have a good chicken sandwich, though? Who? Wendy's. Really? Yep. They have a fire spicy chicken sandwich. You know who else supposedly has an amazing chicken sandwich is um, Popeye's. Okay. I love Popeye's. I love Popeye's. This I discovered when I lived in Texas briefly. So I had never lived in a location where I think Popeye's was franchised before. Yeah, that makes sense from where you're from. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's not a... It's not it's, really a thing that's no. like... It's very Southern. Yes. It's very black culture leaning. Right, but... Fast food place. It is fire food. I mean, look, I love a mashed potato with gravy. Okay, so when I was younger... Every once in a blue moon, we would get KFC. Mm. Now, but KFC Popeyes, freaks me out because of all this shit about their chickens. Okay, look, yeah, I agree. But in principle, fried chicken with mashed potatoes and biscuits is a fucking great meal. <laughs> it is a fucking great meal. Like, that is a combination of items that I could eat weekly from, like, now until the end of time. Really? TBH, I'm not the biggest fried chicken person. <sighs> Well, I, you know, whatever. I can take over those duties from you. <laughs> I, mean, I don't have it very often, but I really like it if it's good. And I do think that Popeye's is superior to KFC in basically every way. Absolutely. Agree. Yeah. But this, okay, so talk about cult following. This chicken sandwich from Popeye's, I mean, people were shooting each other. <laughs> <laughs> Full on drive thighs in the line. That's a lot <laughs> for this chicken sandwich. Wait, do we have Popeyes here? We do. Okay, now I want it. I want to try it. Yeah. Do you know do. what it's called? The chicken sandwich. Yeah. Is it's it just, just the chicken sandwich? I think it's just the chicken sandwich. Okay, I'm gonna try it. Okay, I'll report back. I like mayo on my chicken sandwich. Hmm. I need a little, um, a little slip. <laughs> a little, slip. a little slip and a little crunch. Oh, uh, how know? do you feel about Culvers? Okay, now we're getting somewhere. This is a true Midwestern classic. I think they're from Indiana, maybe. Where are they from? Where are they from? from? Wisconsin. Okay, well, that makes sense. That makes more sense, actually. Um, So I think they have a respectable burger menu, but obviously the most like famous thing at Culver's is their fucking custard. Mm -hmm. Do you like it? I do. I do too. I love their ice cream beverages. Yeah. They're quite good. I like their, they're not, it's not the blizzard. What the hell is it called? It's kind of like. It's similar to a blizzard. Kind of like a blizzard, but I love all of it. I love their cheese curds. You know what? I don't think I've had the cheese curds. They're chicken tenders. Really? Best chicken tenders on the market. So I haven't thought about Culver's in a while because I used to drive by the Culver's that was down by the school. Mm. You remember? Yeah. I go there pretty frequently still. Really? Okay. I'm a Culver's once a month kind of girl. Ooh. I you got to tell me the next time you head there. I feel like we should we should tape and review. Like that is I mean, I feel 
you know, as Midwesterners, it's like basically our obligation to I do love so. Culver's. My sister really loves Culver's. That that was her find because we didn't have Culver's in my town until after I think I went to college. Mm. Um, but now we do. We had Culver's in my hometown. And I used to always laugh because Sarah and I would go to Culver's. And uh, she used to work there. Nice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and she hated it. Right. And so every time we would go, even if she was driving, she would make me switch with her because she didn't want people to see her. Oh my god! But she wanted the food. <laughs> but she wanted the food. Um, so she would shout like, out Sarah. Yeah, she would like duck down, and yeah, it was a whole thing. Uh, but yeah, I love Culver's, and okay. honestly, I feel like Culver's is the only place where I feel like the level of cult following is akin to Chick Fil A. I don't know. I've not, I haven't felt that before, but I want it to be true. I mean. I don't think you've been to Culver's here then because the line, it's like an hour wait. Well, I try to like go in the middle of the day when nobody's there. And in my hometown, Culver's would be like wrapped around the building all the way out the street. Like the, I mean, it was like, well, okay, here's the thing. Let's get into the dessert of it all, right? Because we're touching on the burgers and the chicken. What about dessert, right? So beyond Culver's, how do you feel about Dairy Queen? Eh. I love Dairy Queen. It's okay. Dairy Queen is where I used to go with my mom and my sister. Like, when we'd get bored, we needed a treat late at night. We would, like, drive over to the D- the DQ. And they would always have, like, the really cheap, um, you know, they have specials on the cones. Like, you can get a chocolate-dipped vanilla cone for, like, 99 cents or something. See, I'd rather go days. to McDonald's for a dipped cone than I do Dairy like Queen. a McDonald's dipped cone. I really, so Except also. Except ice cream machine is always fucking broken. Right. That's the whole thing. <laughs> The dilly bars at DQ. Did you ever have I those? did have a dilly bar. I love a dilly bar. Oh, I dabbed in a little dilly. The the blizzards <laughs> are also quite good, I think. They're okay. With Reese's. They're all right. Reese's pieces. How did you feel about Cold Stone? I hate Cold Oh, my I God. I fucking hate Cold Stone, I too. I really hate the base of the ice cream at Cold Stone. I think it tastes disgusting. I don't know what the hell they do to it. I, I like, got invited to go to a Cold Stone in D.C. when I was working there, and it was the first time I'd had it, and I was like, how did I just pay, like, 10 or $12 for an ice cream that tastes this fucking bad? It's gross. I'm not so not here for it. I think I don't like Dairy Queen because everybody that always worked at Dairy Queen were always, like, the douchebags of our hometown. Right. They, like, never wanted to actually work, and they were, like... They just were, like, such bros that worked there. I hated all of the people that worked at Dairy Queen. (laughs) A really funny story about this. So, like, less than a month ago, my mom took uh, the dogs and I. We, like, we all drove over to the one of the DQs in town Uh to give them pup cups uh, because they love them, right? Uh And so we drove over there, and there were only, like, four or five people in the line to go through the drive-thru. Uh, but it was taking forever, and we couldn't figure out why, uh, except after sitting there for a little bit, we watched literally four of the employees walk out the back of the DQ, start smoking a joint together by the trash bin, and then we just everybody just sat there in their cars and waited for them to, to like finish smoking their weed and then walk back in. I shit you not. It was it was ridiculous. We were like, okay, well, I guess our we can just wait, like what's happening yeah it was wild the workers of dairy queen are questionable so okay are we missing any Uh, other yeah okay we're missing the cold cut sandwich 
the cold cuts. <laughs> oh, now we've now we've really entered passionate territory for me. Okay, did you, you ever... know what my favorite one is? I know it's Jimmy John's. It's it's the number one sandwich at Jimmy John's with with peppers. I always get the Italian nightclub sandwich there. Oh, so good. Mm, I love a Jimmy John's. I don't know what is wrong with my brain, but I just love that boring ass sandwich so much. How do you feel about Subway? I don't like it. Really? I don't like it. No, I don't like it at all. I loved Subway. I can deal with it every once in a while if it's like the only thing available to me, but I just think Jimmy John's at Firehouse Subs, I like I'm trying to think of other subs. Did you ever chains. have Quiznos? Yeah. No, I used to love Quiznos. Quiznos was by far my fave. I loved Quiznos. I'm kind of sad that bad. they no longer exist. So they actually, so fun fact, I actually know people who used to work at Quiznos, and they were telling me what happened. Like, there was, like, major corporate implosion at Quiznos. However, some franchisees of Quiznos still operate Quiznos, so you can actually still get Quiznos. Hmm. There's just not very many of them left. Okay. So if you feel like you really need one, I think there's actually one in the Denver airport. Really? Yeah. I would be willing to go on a road trip for that. There you go. <laughs> I don't feel that I, they're not my favorite, but they're okay. Yeah, I still oh, that that Jimmy John's that puffy, delicious, fresh white bread with like the simple lettuce, tomatoes with the nice mayo and the ham and the cheese, and just I don't know. There's something about it that really gets me. Mm. Okay, I'll have one more category. Okay, this is the. Fast casual Tex-Mex category. What is that? Okay, what does that mean? Fast casual, like like you can Chipotle. S- yeah. Okay. All right. You first. Okay. Are we gonna go one, two, three between Chipotle and Qdoba? Yes. Okay. One, two, three. Chipotle. Chipotle. Duh. What is wrong with people who like Qdoba? I will never fucking understand. A person who likes Qdoba is not a friend of mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Chipotle has it all over Qdoba. I don't I don't fuck with Qdoba. I don't either. I don't like any of their meats. I don't like any of their sauces. I don't like how they make their salsa. I think their rice tastes bland and disgusting. Like, I just think it is so inferior to Chipotle. I love a Chipotle bowl. I do too. I'm here for it. 100%. I love everything about Chipotle. Mm. I don't love that you have to, like, basically take out a second mortgage for their guacamole now, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's ridiculous. But other than that, I do think that, like, the the ingredient quality seems to be totally decent to me. You know they used to be owned by McDonald's. Yeah, I did. For, like, a short Well, aren't they now? No. Or no? Mm -mm. Interesting. No. Okay. No longer. Well, uh, yeah, no, I, I like a good Chipotle moment. And it's yeah. easy to customize their stuff, too. So I do still go to Chipotle, I would say, every month. Yeah. Well, I would say probably yeah. uh, I, maybe every month. It's probably my most frequent fast food purchase besides Jimmy John's, honestly. Really? Yep, those two. Hmm. If I had to think about what my most frequent fast food purchases are, probably Culver's. And it would be a tie between Taco Bell and McDonald's. Okay, we could go on for this, I think, for quite a long time. But I will pose one last thing, which is, I mean, this is really like a classic East Coast problem. So maybe it's not that relevant. But um, I'm thinking about it because I just saw new Dunkin' Donuts open up. And I'm, I'm wondering, are you a Dunkin' Coffee woman or are you a Starbucks woman? 
Hello, I'm a Starbucks slut through and through. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think that was a real question for you. Mm -mm. I don't mind the Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. It tastes like water. There's like no, no flavor. I disagree. Hate. It's so flavorless. It's like every time I get a coffee there, it's either just water or milk. It doesn't taste like coffee. Okay, so if you add the milk, you're fucked. I don't think that that tastes good at all. However, the pure iced coffee, I've spent many a summer on the East Coast sipping on my Dunkin'. I do not like Dunkin'. I lived in Philly. I lived in D.C. I lived in New York. I enjoyed a cup of Dunkin' or two. I would rather drink water. And go through caffeine withdrawal. I don't think you then can. Then drink Dunkin' Donuts. I think if you try to move to the city of Boston, they're going to boot you. Well, I will never fucking move to Boston. <laughs> so there you have that. <laughs> I, uh, okay. I, feel, I feel very, I think of anything that I most passionately dislike in fast food, Dunkin' is the worst of all. Wow. Wow. Extreme opinions here. Absolute trash. I don't feel that way. I hate that place. Okay. <laughs> You know so, what else I'm not the biggest fan of? Which we are you going to say Krispy Kreme? I don't I don't, don't, I don't fuck okay, with donuts I'm, like that. So I don't. But that okay. was not what I was going to say. What I, I was going to say Kreme. is uh, Dutch Bros. Also one that I'm like, I don't get it. Their cold brew is delicious. It is the best cold brew of anywhere that's a chain in the city. Okay. Well, I don't drink cold brew, so. I do think it. their non-cold brew drinks are very, very sweet. So I have not a hard me. time figuring out what to even fucking order. Like their menu is confusing. Okay. I don't I will say I do like their rubble drinks. So their campfire cold brew, which is like chocolate with like toasty marshmallow soft cream top, hmm. is so good. It's one of the few sweet drinks that I will actually order. Okay. And it's up for fall right now. I think you're gonna need to Give it a shot. I'll go give it a shot. But I do like their Rebel drinks. Their okay. energy drinks. I will get. Oh wow. We've had a we've had a real roller coaster here talking about our fast food likes and dislikes. Where what is our biggest overlap? Taco John's, maybe? Taco John's. Wow. What a legacy. Yeah. For us. Maybe Jimmy John's, but I think you're more of a Jimmy John's. I am passionate about that. What's how often would you say you go to Jimmy John's? Since I met you, because <laughs> I'm always talking about it, probably once a month, if not more. Nice, yeah. Because you talk about it all the time. I do. It's my it's my like favorite lunch treat, and it's kind of close to your house. So if I don't eat, I will stop there on the way home. All right. Okay. Wrapping this up. Instead of something else we're obsessed with, what's like one fast food item that you are going to eat this week? Go chicken nuggets. Wow. I think I'll just eat more Jimmy John's. <laughs> I, I, I'm such a nugs girl. I, have, I didn't know this about you at all. Yeah, we're very different in our fast food approach because you're a burger girl and I'm definitely a nugs girl. And I think those are two different kinds of people. That might be true. Okay, well, all right, guys, leave us a comment. Uh, tell us what your fast food favorite establishment is and your favorite item on the menu. We might need to do a mukbang in the future yeah. and do some on mic tasting. Yes. Now that we've, you know, skimmed to the surface of this very deep topic. I also need to know, are you a Nugs girl or guy or they or whoever, or are you team burger? Right. Okay. You've got the assignment. So please let us know. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Subscribe to Big Girls Gone Wild wherever you get your podcasts like iTunes or Spotify. We'd love it if you leave us a comment or a question and don't forget to rate the pod. Thanks for listening. Stay, Stay wild, wild y'all. y'all.